Welcome to Simply Living Me, a podcast about how to live simply for you. Each week we will share how you can design your most authentic life on your own terms without regrets, excuses, or guilt. So grab your favorite drink, your notebook, and go to your favorite quiet place. I am your host, Charmaine Brown. Let's get started. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Simply Living Me podcast with Charmaine Brown. I am so excited to be back in the saddle. I know I have been MIA for a little bit, but I have tons of excuses for why. (laughs) For starters, I had surgery in July of last year. Uh, Surgery, I had a hysterectomy, (laughs) y'all. And it was probably one of the best gifts that I could have given myself because yours truly was really struggling for about two years with an unbelievable amount of pain. I was one of those who had what you would call those contraction-like cramps, and they were becoming more consistent and consistent as the weeks wore on. So I am so thrilled to be back to my usual self. I feel so much better. But then I realized that I was kind of sitting on a couple of things that I might have been avoiding. Okay, maybe not might. I was avoiding. You see, over the past couple of years, I started to pick up weight I, my depression and my anxiety were kicking in and there were a couple of reasons why. One, the pain that I was experiencing from um, having just a tremendous amount of pain physically. But then two, I experienced probably some of the most tragic, significant loss and grief that I didn't realize was debilitating for me. So let me explain why. So two years ago, actually it'll be, yeah, we just celebrated the two year untimely death of a very, very dear friend who was tragically murdered by her ex-husband. My friend, Aisha was someone that I met back in the eighties. I see, I had transitioned from a um, public school, parochial school, not a public school, but a parochial school to a suburban um, public school. And she was one of a few girls that I met and became quick friends with. And over the years we had, a really lovely relationship, friendship that as we became adults grew into um, what I would like to call, you know, part of part of the girl squad, right? We traveled together. Um, we would always go and celebrate one of our uh, mutual friends' birthdays annually and would just have a great time. She and I, in fact, were pregnant at the same time and had planned to spend our 
maternity leaves together. Um, so really, really dear friend. But unfortunately, November of 2018, her life was tragically ended and it stirred the community, not to mention obviously the, our fam the family and friends. And I didn't realize how much I was grieving and how much I had not really handled the loss until about a year or so later. It happened to be around December of 2019. So a year after Aisha had passed and I finally took two weeks off for the year. And I went into a deep, deep downward spiral. My entire body physically and emotionally and mentally was completely drained. And it was then that I realized that I had packed up all of my grief, put it in a nice little package and sat it off to the side. And I threw myself into work. I didn't stop. I was just nonstop, right? I accomplished so many things in 2019. But what I did not do was take care of myself physically. At the same time that I was going through this grief, I was also experiencing that physical pain that I talked about from ha having needed to get a hysterectomy. I used to joke all the time and it became kind of the focal point of every conversation. I need my uterus out. My uterus is a problem. And those of you who know me can attest that we, I would bring everybody into the conversation about my uterus. <laughs> Never was shy about talking about my uterus. So the grief, the depression, depression from being in so much pain, the depression from gaining weight because I wasn't taking good care of myself. I wasn't eating properly. I was drinking um, more social than I wanted to. Um, I had no discipline. And when I went into 2020, my goal in 2020 was to get surgery, to get my uterus out. <laughs> that was all I wanted to do in 2020. And again, I don't need to remind you what 2020 uh, had in store for us, right? So it became a really turbulent year. And the social distancing and the, um, you know, quarantining and not being able to be physically around people took a toll on me. So what did I learn about myself, you know, in 2019 and 2020 was that my manifestation of grief, of depression and anxiety and the physical pain that I was experiencing resulted 
in me weighing over 210 pounds. Now, yes, I may have carried it well, but every time I would look at photos of myself, I'd be like, oh my God, there's that double chin. Oh my God, I'm not feeling as comfortable being in photos, even though I love to take photos. But I really was struggling with my image, my self-image, and how I felt about myself. Let me circle back to this notion of grief. I terribly miss my friend. And the more I was able to sit with the fact that she is no longer here. And the fact that so many of us who cared so deeply for her grieve every single day because it's a life that was cut way too short and for all the wrong reasons. And I finally reconciled with the fact that the culmination of losing a dear friend, tragically, having this physical pain, both physical and emotional, right? And remember, I've shared with you that I have anxiety. Kind of manifested itself in some really poor behaviors. So I decided 2021 was going to be the big reset. Now, what you must know about me is that a few years ago, I was successful in losing over 62 pounds. I actually weighed 230 some pounds. So the fact that I only gained, you know, 25, 20 to 25 pounds is still... Maybe an accomplishment in some ways, because I really could have spiraled all the way back to 230 pounds, but I didn't. But I decided that 2021 was going to be the big reset. The big reset, meaning you now have had your surgery, right? So no more uterus for me. Yay. I know. I know. I celebrate. (laughs) not having a uterus. Okay. I understand what it means to people, but for me, I'm one happy chick. (laughs) I now feel so much better physically. And I said, you know what? It's time, right? I have allowed myself grace. And I'm saying this in air quotes. I've allowed myself enough grace to just be okay with just being, but no longer can I do that because I understand what feeling, having uh, self-esteem problems and feeling overweight, I understand the toll that that can have on you emotionally. I went through that. I remember the journey that I went on. I called it Operation 40. And some of you actually went on that journey with me. And every single day I would go online. I do these crazy exercises. 
and you would cheer me on and you would support me. And some of you even joined in with me. So I had all this support. I had the love and the support. And I also had some motivation too, because I was selling health and wellness products as well that I was using. And they were really helpful during my journey. But I decided that my big reset was going to happen. And it was going to happen in a way that was more realistic for me. So that tells, so that, let me segue into someone who really motivated me. I have a friend named Nikki. Nikki actually was one of my champions, one of my biggest supporters and cheerleaders when I was going through Operation 40. And she admittedly would tell me, you know, Charmaine, you get on my nerves because look at you. Every time I look at you, you look like you're losing weight. And she would tell me that I was her biggest um, motivator, but she wasn't ready at that time. Her and her husband decided to go on an intermittent, intermittent fasting journey. And when I tell you the transformation that I saw in my friend Nikki, not just in her physical appearance, but also her emotional, her mental state, the confidence boost. Although Nikki has always had a sense of empowerment and um, she you know, has a sass about her. And so you always saw that, but it was on a thousand when she finally found her true self. So I am motivated and I am encouraged by watching Nikki's journey now. You see, sometimes you don't realize that you can be a motivator and a support to others and it's reciprocal, right? So now Nikki, in fact, is helping me on my intermittent fasting journey. She is now taking all the things that she's learned along the way and she's pouring them back into me as she has done for so many people. And so I'm excited. I have been on this journey. I'm going into my third week and I am now down 10 pounds. And wow, that's exciting. That's a huge accomplishment. That is not what I'm most proud of and most excited about. What I am most proud of and what I am most excited about is I physically and mentally feel so much better. I don't feel sluggish anymore. I don't have that brain fog. I feel like I can accomplish so much more. And that's kind of funny saying, coming from me, from someone who actually does a lot. (laughs) But I feel so incredible. And it's interesting because I lost discipline, right? I lost the discipline to get up in the morning and work out. I lost the discipline to watch what I was eating. I lost the discipline to say, you know what? I'm only going to have a cocktail every once in a while. Now, let's be honest, people. COVID made us all more, I don't know if the word is addicted, (laughs) 
but we gave ourselves a lot of grace and had lots of cocktails over COVID. Okay. Let, let me just say it that way. But now I have discipline. I um, laugh at myself because I don't necessarily have a problem when the clock goes off and it allows me to eat. What I'm rushing to is making sure I get my last meal in for the day before I go back into fasting. And it's kind of a really, um, really funny process. And my husband and I laugh uh, all the time. But here's what I want to say to all of you. This journey is not easy. And I'm not talking about the intermittent fasting journey. I'm talking about life. We are dealt with so many challenges and opportunities. And there is no right or wrong way to handle it. What I will say is that, and it's the, you know, I hear the Donnie McClurk and we fall down, but we get back up. It's in those moments that you have to make a decision. Do I stay down or do I find a way to get back up? And everything in life is not going to come easy. There will be tragedies. There will be challenges. There will be things that will happen that we don't intend to. But our goal in life is to try to figure our way and navigate our way out of it and into a space that we can be who we are and be comfortable with who we are. And take time to explore that, to figure it out. I knew I was grieving, but I didn't realize how much it was holding me back. And for me, that manifested in weight gain. It manifested in a lower level of confidence. It manifested itself in me feeling like I was on the hamster wheel. But now in 2021, I'm committed to the big reset. And I want you to think about what's your big reset. You may have thought about your goals. You may have written your goals down or your New Year's resolutions, but we're now into third week. Are you on track? Do you need another big reset? I think sometimes we think that our time, if we, if we draw a line in the sand and we say, this is what we're going to do and we don't follow through with it, we pack up. What I will tell you to do, don't pack up, reset again. That's the gift that we have is the big reset. Allow yourself some grace, but reset so that you can retool, so that you can rebuild, and that you can regain the power and the privilege of being who you are. So thank you so much for listening. I appreciate your support. And all I can say is figure out your big reset and go for it.